What's the big deal with Teslas? My first one was a 2004 Tesla. Let's roll this rock. Entrepreneurs are unique. They embrace the chance to overcome obstacles, solve problems, make the world a better place, and dictate their lives on their own terms while they take on risk. These are their stories. My name is Aaron Stewart, and I have been researching and living entrepreneurship for the past 30 years. And I now welcome you to The Little Black Couch, a journey in entrepreneurship. Hey everyone, Aaron Stewart from The Little Black Couch, still fighting like mad with Facebook to try to get my page back from them. So we'll do some podcasts and some lives on my personal page until we can get it back. It's been a bit of a nightmare, but uh, we're working on it. So anyway, wanted to hop right in today on this uh, continuing journey of entrepreneurship and have a little discussion on this whole idea of Elon Musk and Tesla. And boy, these Tesla things, man, that people seem to be going crazy for these things. And it's kind of, um, it's an interesting thing for sure. I'm not, I'm, not a, uh, I'm not a big fan of Tesla. I don't want a Tesla. I don't want to uh, drive an ele- electric car. I have no desire um, to get into that world. Uh, for a lot of different reasons, uh, environmentally, they talk about how much better they are for the environment um, where, um, yeah, we'll leave it at that. But um, some of the uh, issues in all of this, I must say, Elon Musk, I, I, I give him a lot of credit for being brilliant in so many other ways, but I don't believe the Tesla is all that impressive, personally, um, because I, uh, well, I'll, I'll just kind of tell you a little story so back uh, a while ago, um, I had the opportunity to be a member of a, um, of a particular club. And as part of that club, you could have your own vehicle to drive around on this. In this uh, it, it was a gated community. You can buy your own vehicles and things and to drive inside the community. And, and so I did. I went out and bought this electric car. And it, had, it was awesome. I mean, it, it, um, it, wasn't, it was street legal. So I had headlights, I had a horn, I had turn signal, I had taillights, I had blinkers, um, it even had, you know, a lot of stuff. I had GPS, I had a radio, um, you know, cigarette lighter to charge my phones, you know, all that good stuff. I had all of it. And um, it was actually a 2004 model. So not, not all that new. And I probably bought it in 2009. So it was five years old when I bought it, but you know, hey, it was cool. You you drive it in the dr- into the garage, you plug it in, and it charge it up, and you drive it around the next day as much as you wanted. And so I had that thing. The top speed on it was only thirty seven miles an hour, but you know it was inside a gated community, so I didn't really need it to go any faster than that. And uh, so it was. Um, and, and then in the when in the cooler in the cooler months, you you know it was. It didn't have an air conditioner, but it had a heater. So in the uh, in the cooler months, uh, you could flip on the heater and keep it, you know, good 75, 80 degrees in there. It was a really uh, nice little setup. Um, the manufacturer actually wasn't, um, it, it was not from Elon Musk. It was not a Tesla, but the uh, brand of this car was the, uh, was club car, right? It was a golf cart. So this technology of batteries that you plug in and charge with four wheels that go and all of this has been around for a long, long time. It's not a, it's not a unique idea. Um, this, and making it street legal is not an original idea. Um, 
But doing it this, I, I, there's a lot of different folks that have tried to make, and I get it that, that Tesla has gone and taken it to the next level, but a lot of different car companies are taking it to the next level. There's definitely something else going on with Tesla and trying to figure out what that is, is a super fun discussion. I think that Elon Musk does a very, very good job of creating a mystique around him and his brands that make them cool. I think that he was very careful in making sure that the um, cars that they produced looked really cool um, until they made that minivan looking one that they call an SUV. That thing's grotesque, but, but at least it's four wheel drive. For, for us that live in the snow, at least you've got some of that going on. But it's hideous. Uh, nonetheless, the Volkswagen Bug is a far handsomer car than, than that thing. But anyway, the, my point in all of this is uh, th- there's a lot of folks out there that don't believe entrepreneurship has anything to do with creating a better version of an, a, a previous invention. And, and if you look at what Elon Musk has done. I mean, he's got a lot of really crazy, interesting ideas going on from building rockets to tunneling under LA, you know, trying to create all these different new fans, uh, you know, fantastic ideas that are really more on the cutting edge than a electric car. But Elon Musk saw an opportunity where the technology had been around for years and it has been, and it was good technology. My club car still runs. It's in great shape. It still goes 37 miles an hour. You can put doors on it in the wintertime and close it all in and make it sealed. It had, it had GPS. It had radio. It had charged my phones, iPad, um, heater in it. It's, it had everything that we talk about. It even had a little cooler that I could carry drinks in that my car doesn't have. Um, so it, it, uh, it, it's essentially the same thing. Turn signals, headlights, the whole thing is a Tesla. I think it looks cooler than a Tesla. Um, it has a much better storage capacity for golf clubs than a Tesla. But Tesla obviously has taken this concept that's not a, a, a new idea and turned it into something that's really quite extraordinary to a lot of people. They're drawn to this. And it's it's interesting because I think the the brilliance of what Elon Musk and Tesla have done is that they have taken this, um, you know, we, we had like the, the you know, the, uh, the Prius, which is, again, not a handsome car. Um, essentially, that's what I think that that's what the Tesla SUV copied was the, the Prius, right? It's the same shape. Um, anyway, we had the Prius, we had like the Volt, we had like these other little electronic, these electric cars. But what Tesla did is, tried to make something that was like a car that really didn't have a very good reputation because they were so blasted ugly and he made them look cool. At least a lot cooler than the other electric cars. And we do have a problem with wanting to look good, right? We, we want to be appreciated and there's um, something to that. Um, he also was, uh, interestingly, he came out with very expensive models to start. So he created a brand that was exclusive. He created a brand that was hard to get at. Club car didn't do that. Chevy didn't do that. Toyota didn't do that. Their cars were a little more expensive, but they really tried to make sure that they stayed as, as cheap as they possibly could. And Elon did not. 
Elon said, hey, if you want one of these things that I'm putting out, ours is ours are cooler. Ours have better technology. Ours are better looking. Ours are cutting edge. You know, if you want to, to be responsible environmentalists and if you want to, to show the world that you are absolutely so concerned with the environment that you're willing to pay X amount more than any other electric car, then we're your company, Tesla. We're your guys. Come over here. And that was masterful, brilliant. He built a uh, exclusivity uh, a brand awareness around that, that was nobody else has touched into. And here we are umpteen years later and Tesla is still cool. And now they're putting out rather inexpensive cars, but still in the eyes of the beholder, um, Tesla had this first luxury, awesome, amazing um, electric car that was viable, right? I know there were some other competitors out there that tried to come out with with super expensive cars, but Tesla went electric only, not a hybrid, electric only and super luxurious and very exclusive out of the gate. And there is opportunities there. Unfortunately for most of uh, companies out there, they don't have the backing they don't have a big pile of cash to do something like that. Uh, Elon Musk does have the ability to do things a little differently than the rest of us do because of the money, because of the cash. He can wait it out. He can build a brand, an exclusive brand, and, and wait until everything comes up. And, and if you think about it, it took them a long time, right? We always... We always were reading uh, early on in the company how it struggled. We how they always had cash flow issues. How they never turned a profit. Um, and but Elon Musk, because of who he is and his reputation and what he's been able to do before Tesla, had the backing and had the money to withstand and wait that kind of stuff out. Most of the rest of us don't. We have to come out with a product that's viable that we can get into the black just as quickly as possible because nobody's going to back us. But the, the principle is fascinating on what um, Elon Musk was able to do with Tesla, no doubt about it, to create a brand that um, in, in essentially a market that had already been invented uh, and, and developed to there was already cars on the road. Uh, you already had the Chevy Volt, with it, which was 100 percent electric. And then Tesla came out with, you know, their version uh, that was a lot fancier, a lot nicer and a lot more expensive and a whole pile of cash to hold on and drive that home and make it work. And some cool technology. I will say that. They put some really cool technology in there, um, right? They made it super fast. Uh, they made it super sleek inside. Added a full iPad screen. They did some really cool things to kind of being in the techies, tech, the techie folks as well. And knowing their avatar, they knew that these rich Silicon Valley... Um, technology folks, young millionaires that cared about the environment. This was their opportunity to show they cared about the environment by and by and that they were awesome by buying a super expensive car. So it really checked off two of the very important boxes in these people's mind. One, I'm environmentally responsible. And two, I'm super wealthy. So I have a Tesla. And that was the way they were able to get it done. So what, could, what does that mean to the rest of us? 
It doesn't mean probably a whole lot, except I think that there are opportunities out there to look in industries where we have technologies that have been around for a while and they're right under our noses. And can we take these technologies? Can, well, why wouldn't, why wouldn't I or anybody else looking at this golf cart, which I loved. I love to drive around. I think it's brilliant. I loved that I just plugged it in and next morning it was fully charged and I could go out and play golf and zoom around at 37 miles an hour. It was a really wonderful and it's zero to, I don't, zero to 37 in like a second. I mean, it's seriously just electric motors are so fast and so fun. Um, why didn't I think to myself, oh, I should come up with electric cars. It's just basically a bigger version of this because that's all it is. I don't know. Other than it takes a lot of money to start a car company. But what is there around us? Look at the things that you use every day. Are they really that efficient? Can they be expanded and made better? Um, ask, you, ask yourself these questions. Now, this is also a really good time to share a story like this with your children, with the young people around you and ask them, hey, look around you. Do what Elon Musk did and say, hey, here's, here's an invention that, yes, it's out there. Yes, it's already been created. What can I do to make it cooler? What can I do to make it more interesting? What can I do to go after different segments in the market? The very rich, super wealthy, environmentally minded folks, the green folks. You know, are there markets there that can be tapped into more efficiently if we come up with a product that's maybe recreated to a slightly different way? to really attract a much bigger and, and um, healthier market? Those are excellent questions to ask as an entrepreneur, if nothing else, just for the mental gymnastics of it all, to try to figure out different problems and different ways to do things. Um, thinking and creating is like anything else. You have to practice it. And this is one of those really cool examples to practice. Look around, look at things that you use every day. And uh, see if there isn't a way to make it better, to turn it into a different market, to change it just a little bit and turn it into a product that could be super helpful, but also super profitable. So that's our little message for today. Thanks for joining me here on The Little Black Couch. Always appreciate it. And until next time, do good and be well. Thanks. Thank you for joining me today. I really appreciate it. If there's anything you heard today that you enjoyed, please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or subscribe to this podcast so you can be alerted when the next episode is available. Until then, here's to all the entrepreneurs out there. Let's go get it done.